Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course Man, uh, an exciting week uh, Because Thanksgiving is coming up And uh, I've got some stuff to say about Thanksgiving. Now, listen, I'm not going to be one of these overly woke warriors uh, who is going to make you feel guilty about spending time with your family, enjoying a delicious meal. But I do think that it is important to recognize some of the toxic roots to Thanksgiving, uh, the holiday itself, or at least what we've been taught about it as kids growing up and also acknowledging uh, Native Americans this month. And especially because it is, in fact, Native American Heritage Month. So for this episode, I thought it might be cool to kind of recognize our roots, you know, especially us as Latinos. This country, you know, uh, we we all come from some sort of indigenous roots and that should be celebrated. That is an incredible thing. And I think oftentimes historically what we've been taught, especially growing up again, is that the Native Americans were essentially out here lost until the white man found them and saved them. When the facts and the history, if you actually take the time to read it, proves uh, completely otherwise. So I thought today would be a good time to talk about that and kind of embrace some of our roots uh, when it comes to our ancestors. And also just a quick heads up, uh, Thursday is Thanksgiving. So that means no Thursday Trends episode. I am giving myself the day off, which I'm incredibly excited about. So I'll be just enjoying that time with the family. Now, without further ado, Let's dive into Thanksgiving a bit uh, and, and kind of learn a bit more of the actual history of it versus what we were taught in school. And we'll do that in a deep dive that we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. Uh, 
All right, so I was reading an article on greenmatters.com and they had a really, uh, really concise kind of collection of like history and also just like thought provoking ideas when it comes to this idea of Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and on this article, they say, uh, quote, not only is Thanksgiving offensive to indigenous people, but it glorifies colonialism, slavery and even epidemics. Many Americans who celebrate Thanksgiving have no idea just how cruel the holiday's origins are, while those who do may choose to either boycott the holiday or just use it as an excuse to express general gratitude, gather with family and eat comfort foods. And um, I definitely find myself on the the ladder of it. You know, honestly, I don't even give a fuck if you call it Thanksgiving or not. The reality is it is a day to essentially kind of turn everything off and just spend time with the people that you care about most in this world and enjoy an incredible meal that you only get, you know, once a year with those said people that you love and care about so much. And of course, mixed in there is the idea of gratitude. Actually, it should just be called like gratitude giving. I'm going to rename it uh, that for for my family. Um, you know, the ability to reflect on where you are, who you're with, and, and all the incredible things that you have going on in your life and the amazing people that you have in your life um, in a day to kind of just slow down and reflect on all that. So that's the way that I see Thanksgiving. Um, I don't, you know, practice it looking at pilgrims and Native Americans um, and do any sort of decorations or any shit like that. That's just not what we do in my family. So uh, personally, I don't see a reason to just say I'm boycotting altogether. I think to reframe it into something that is positive to me uh, makes the most sense. But let's talk a little bit about what we're taught growing up as kids, right? Like in this article, they say in U.S. schools, children are taught that Thanksgiving celebrates a 1621 harvest feast hosted by the pilgrims, which were the English colonialists who arrived on the Mayflower, along with their guest, the Wampanoag, and they were a Native American tribe. Now, typical curriculum that you learn in school, of course, it frames the story as one of like the pilgrims, you know, struggling to grow food and that the Native Americans lent them a helping hand on the fields. And that while there is evidence that some of this actually did happen, a lot of details are, of course, left out of this story. It's not quite as sweet as we are taught in school. And they reference a Smithsonian Magazine article that uh, that basically says uh, this watered down version of the story frames the pilgrims as the protagonist, when in actuality, they were the antagonists. They were the ones creating issues uh, against the native people of the land that they decided to colonize. Now, here's what actually happened at the first Thanksgiving. Now, of course, again, the history books like to teach us that the pilgrims, you know, they graciously invited the Native Americans for a feast as a thank you for teaching them about the harvest. The article then goes on to say, this is part of the mythology of white America. Surprise, surprise. They then continue to say, the pilgrims could not actually bring food to Thanksgiving as they were broke. Broke as fuck, baby. That's my own inter interjection there. Uh, in the article, they go on to say, they were begging. They brought nothing of value, but they got fed by the Wampanoag. Without the Wampanoag, the pilgrims would not have survived in America. And according to time, there's no clear evidence actually explaining why the two groups consisting of about 50 pilgrims and 90 Wampanoag members came together. And as Britannica notes, the event was chaotic, filled with liquor, gun shooting and hunting. Sounds like uh, some of my family in upstate New York when they have uh, Thanksgiving over there. It gets a little sketchy. But I guess my point in explaining all of this is just how we're taught growing up, right? Like this idea of like, these white saviors, right? Like the white people always being the heroes in the story. I mean, really just think about it. Like if you think about any movie that involved cowboys and Native Americans, the cowboys were generally speaking going to be the heroes and the Native Americans were looked at as as the villains. 
And the irony of that whole fucking concept is that these white people came over here and decided they were going to take these people's land and livelihood and eventually wipe them out. Like, and this relationship that we're, we're speaking of um, between the pilgrims and the Native Americans, right? That's often glorified. Like, let's just think about how it ended, right? It ended with the rape, enslavement, torture, and eventual extinction for many thanks to the disease that was brought by the colonizers or just the downright murder that they decided to commit on these indigenous people on their own land. Like, think about the modern, think about the modern day equivalent of this. Imagine me kicking down your front door to your home and I violently rip you and your family out of your house and then close the door behind you, lock the door and then say, hey, sorry, guys, this is now my house. You now have to go find a new place to live. Or even worse, I take over your house and then I tell you, sorry, I'm taking over your house. And now I also want you to do all of the chores uh, around the house to help maintain it. Like that's the modern day equivalent to what happened with the with the pilgrims and the, and the colonizers in general. And obviously, listen, different times. I do understand that. Right. Like where we're talking about, you know, uh, a, a very different time in life. But at the same time, many of those kind of I feel like principles of like white privilege that we speak of and that we hear about in the modern era are, are really is really just like a mindset that was passed down generation to generation from these colonizers. Right. The idea that you are entitled to this, the idea that anything different, i.e. people of color, is inherently bad and lesser than you and your white purity, essentially, right? You know, of course, it's not going to be in the literal sense of, of, you know, raping and pillaging people, I would, I would hope not. But I think there's an argument to be made that these sort of concepts are still in existence, uh, you know, in today's day and age. They're just done and, and thought of and, and talked about um, in a way that's a bit more socially accepted or even, you know, maybe to, to give uh, people the benefit of the doubt, a lot of white people are probably not even aware of the fact that they're looking at the world through this lens of superiority to a degree. And just to close out on that final point, like think about the irony of a white person telling one of us to go back to where we came from, totally ignoring the history of the fact that their ancestors are not from this land. Like, but they have the audacity, they have the privilege, they they feel entitled to to be able to say that to somebody right to to make somebody feel like they do not belong when they themselves do not belong here right if you're really breaking it down historically speaking like this was not this is not where they're from but their entitlement that's been passed down you know century and century generation by generation decade by decade has given them this this modern day colonizer mindset that they are in fact superior and that they somehow can rewrite history in a way that's favorable to them. And that's essentially what all of our schooling has been growing up. And these holidays like Thanksgiving or Christopher Columbus Day were rewritten in favor of, of course, the people in power who were white. Did I get a little bit too woke? Stay woke. I felt myself getting a little bit too woke. I'm, I'm going to let myself slide a little bit. I got a little bit. Uh, my blood pressure rose a little bit in speaking about this topic. But let, let's move on to some positivity here. We are going to celebrate some of our ancestors, the indigenous people that came before us in our Mi Gente segment and some of their contributions. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hola, que tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, 
you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. All right, so I want to quickly run through a few of the uh, indigenous groups of people that we can kind of trace some of our heritage back to. Now, listen, South America has an incredible, vast history of, of just indigenous people, indigenous tribes that, you know, would take me forever to run through. So uh, this is not trying to purposely leave anybody's culture out. I just wanted to touch on some of the main ones that we talk about in the modern era and, and some of the ones kind of responsible for, man, like a lot of the shit that we still see in today's day and age. Now, let's start selfishly with my family's home island of Puerto Rico and the Taino Indians. And, and they actually were not just in Puerto Rico, but they uh, inhabited uh, Cuba, Hispaniola, which uh, is now the Dominican Republic and Haiti. And also what a lot of people don't know, they inhabited Jamaica. And I think that's why, you know, when you talk about the kinship that happens between these islands, um, that explains a lot of it. And, and Jamaica doesn't talk, get talked about in that, that same way with that same sort of kinship. But I mean, listen, even if you just look at the food, right, like some of the spices might be a little bit different, but like they're cooking with platanos, right? They have the sweet plantains, um, you know, the, the rice and beans and all that kind of stuff. Like it's a very, very similar kind of cultures if you if you really break it down. And yeah, that's why at the end of the day, I always refer to, to Jamaicans as our, our cousins over there, because it's a lot of the uh, a lot of shared lineage of being in the Caribbean. And then, of course, when we're talking about our indigenous background, um, they, they share that same history as well. And, and the Taino Indians, when talking about kind of the, the things that we know in the modern era, I mean, I, I've talked about this when I was uh, talking about uh, Latinx Heritage Month, but the word barbecue comes from the language of the Taino Indians, right? The, that was their word for grilling on a raised wooden grate. Their, the actual literal word was barbacoa, which we still hear to this day in barbecue places to describe certain meat. But the Taino Indians are credited for inventing barbecue. And also they were skilled at agriculture and they were skilled at hunting, uh, known as good sailors, fishermen, canoe makers and navigators. 
I mean, all things that we're still seeing in the, the modern era, they were doing centuries ago, right? And speaking of technology that we're still utilizing from, from that time, I mean, let's talk about the Mayas. And the Mayas are um, primarily from southeastern Mexico, all of Guatemala and Belize, and the western portions of Honduras and El Salvador were all comprised of Maya peoples. And they're known for advances in writing, astronomy, fucking astronomy, right? Like, how crazy that you think? You think about, like, these are, you know, I think the stereotype would be people, like, you know, in the woods somewhere trying to learn how to light a fire. And they were fucking doing astronomy and, like, actual architecture, like, techniques that were are still being used in the modern era. And again, more things that are being used still in the modern era. You talk about the Mayas, them and the Aztecs actually created highly accurate calendars. Now, the Aztecs even are responsible for adapting earlier pyramid designs to build massive stone temples. And, and the Aztecs are actually from the Valley of Mexico. And, and one more group that I want to talk about that obviously we all know by name, and that's the Incas. And they're from the uh, Andes Mountains of central Peru. And the Incas actually showed great skill in engineering and managing their huge empire, which, get this, had around 16 million people, 16 fucking million people in a, as a part of the Incan empire. Just think about how massive and how crazy that is. And the irony that, like, you know, historically, we've been whitewashed into thinking these are like primitive people who were essentially just lost, you know, wandering around their, their land trying to survive. Like, no, like these were highly intelligent, highly skilled people who taught us things that we're still utilizing till this day. Like my point in all of this is saying we have such a rich and beautiful culture and we cannot allow, you know, the propaganda that happens in the rewriting of history that tends to happen at the hands of, of white people. It's important for us to have these conversations, you know, and it's important for, for this information to be spread around and for us to continue carrying around that sort of pride or us, our own history and our own contributions will be lost forever and someone else will have no issue with taking credit for them. Now, with that said, no Ask a Gringo segment on this show. There's not really a question that could be posed for all of this. But I do just want to quickly say to y'all who faithfully listen to, to this podcast each and every week, I am beyond grateful for, for all of you guys. Like this, this podcast started as, as an idea that I came up with while driving in my car one day. One that I, I kept in like the notes of my phone and I kind of struggled with, you know, wondering if anybody would actually fuck with it. I remember telling my girl about it and, and she loved the idea, but I was still a bit hesitant about it. And I eventually just kind of kept, you know, building the idea and ironing it all out. And then the opportunity for a podcast came about. And when they asked me, what do you want to talk about? This is what I pitched and it came to life. And, and what's more, even more incredible than uh, a, a company like iHeart and, and the Michael Tura family buying into it is the fact that people actually have been showing up to listen to it. You know, these conversations that we're having here are me at my most honest, me at my most vulnerable and expressing myself in ways that I, I sometimes don't even do in my own personal life. And for people to keep coming back, for y'all to keep listening to it every week and and sharing your feedback and sharing in those messages with me that you're resonating with what I'm talking about or it's making you feel some type of way, you know, it's it's awakening something in you. It's it's resonating with you. I, I can't tell you how much that means to me to know that after years of, of struggling to kind of find my voice and find my audience, all I really had to do was was just express myself in an authentic manner and, and express the, the things that were on my mind. And, and I would eventually find my family and find my place where I belonged in this world. And that's all thanks to y'all. So I just want to 
say that I'm grateful for for all of you guys that listen to this podcast. It, it genuinely means the absolute world to me. I can't tell you how how long you know I struggled trying to find my place in in this whole crazy business that is is media and and how many people tried to make me feel like I had to you know change my voice or change my perspective or or had to dull who I actually was. And for a period of time, I believed it. Right, I, I went along with it. Um, and, and I'm so happy that I fought against it. And and it's all because once again, uh, not to keep rambling, but it's all because of, of you guys, you know, buying into this vision, into this idea, and being open to hearing it. That I had this feeling of actual fulfillment, and and not kind of uh, having to to conform to anybody else's idea of what I should or shouldn't be doing. So again, thank y'all. I, it really does mean the the world to me to have y'all every single week listening. Now, with that said. Uh, Enough mushy stuff. Let's get into the conclusion stew. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. All right, so I think the the biggest takeaway for me from from this whole conversation is right. We're so often taught about like this white savior, right? Like the history books that we read as kids are littered with these ideas of these white saviors. But the reality is, when you're specifically talking about this, but I feel like this is such an analogy or just one of so many examples of our people being great. Like the reality is. Many of these tribes had already adapted extremely advanced ways of living, ways of living that we still use 
in life today. So when you think about it in that context, we never needed saving. We were good. We were out here. We were doing our thing, right? Was it perfect? Of course not. But again, it wasn't some caveman rubbing two stones in the middle of the woods somewhere trying to create fire. These were advanced societies. These were advanced people with real ways of living life. And I guess I, I say all that to say to hopefully inspire you and empower you to realize the greatness that you have within yourself, right? That we have as a people. We don't need to go and fight for anybody else's acceptance. We don't need to change ourselves to be accepted by anybody else. And when I say anybody else, we're talking about the outside influences of like white culture in this country, right? So many of us will dull our light. We will hide our our culture, our heritage. And listen, I've been of the same thing. I'm not judging, right? Where I thought I've had to conform to other circles, to other ways of acting or speaking or to bite my tongue on things that were incredibly important to me. And I hope that like I have, if you haven't yet, things like this encourage you to find that that strength in your culture, in your people, and wanting to be a part of, of helping to unite all of us to come together because we are incredibly powerful and we are capable of incredible things regardless of if we have the support of communities outside of ours or not. And that's my point with this whole conversation. I just want y'all to feel empowered and understand the greatness that is running through your veins and, 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 and is a part of your heritage as a person of color and as a Latino. And with that said, thank you once again. I'm not going to go through a whole big thank you. I just did a whole, a whole bushy thank you. But y'all know I appreciate you so much. Have an amazing Thanksgiving with your family with your close friends, however you choose to celebrate it, just spend it with the people that you care about most in this world. Eat some incredible food. And if you need to, feel free to go back and listen to my episode about how to deal with toxic family during the holidays. If you need a refresher on how to not bug out on one of your sketchy cousins or something like that at the family dinner. Oh, real quick, I almost forgot. Um, there may or may not be a drop for a pre-order on some really dope merch that is actually inspired by indigenous people. And that'll be available on my website, mindofayounglord.com, young spelled Y-U-N-G. So I'm really excited about that. So make sure you pay attention to my Instagram at DJ Dramos uh, for updates on that. There's going to be a really dope pre-order going up. I've had a lot of people asking me about a specific hoodie I was wearing. So it's going to be available to y'all very, very soon, uh, probably this week at some point. So be on the lookout for that. Very limited numbers. So get it while it is up. And with that said, again, no episode on Thursday. So we'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. I'm going to unplug for a little bit the rest of this week and just enjoy some time with the family and be nice and refreshed back next week. And I will talk to y'all then. Enjoy the holiday once again. Be safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. 
Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 